Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. October 21st, 2020. The Sports TV Plunge. Secular shifts create challenges for networks and leagues. When it comes to sports viewership, there is suddenly cause for concern. As we awaited the return of sports, massive ratings were a foregone conclusion, with people still spending more time at home, pent-up demand, and the proliferation of sports betting. It has been the opposite. Capped by NBA Finals and Stanley Cup viewership, down 49% and 61% respectively. Meanwhile, engagement remains significantly elevated across video games and streaming platforms from Netflix to Twitch, even as lockdowns eased months ago. Sports viewership isn't just down. Sports are getting slaughtered in the war for time and attention. There is a clear confluence of circumstances contributing to such immediate, dramatic ratings declines. However, We continuously speak of how COVID has, quote, pulled forward or accelerated trends such as the digital economy and interactive media. We fear these viewership declines could also be exactly that for sports with wide-ranging consequences, including a future that is less profitable for sports leagues, rights holders, and distributors. The leagues may have to evolve their media strategies to avoid the more existential risks ahead for their partners. Sports is codependency with television. John Malone famously said that, quote, sports is the glue that holds the bundle together. In reality, the relationship between sports and television is one of codependency. Television is the overwhelming economic foundation of sports, and the associated rights packages are at the center of every league strategy. Despite the struggles of the multi-channel video ecosystem, the relationship continues, certainly to the near-term benefit of the leagues and their stakeholders. And networks, or channels, have been able to focus advertisers on sports ratings, which have generally held up far better than non-sports entertainment television programming. This relationship will be further solidified when the NFL completes its rights renewals in the next several months, with annual media rights likely to climb from $8 billion per year to $13 to $14 billion, and Sunday packages doubling to $2 billion each. There is a lot at stake in keeping fans interested not just in sports, but in watching games. Significant changes in viewership will have a cascading effect, hampering advertising revenues to the detriment of networks and accelerating affiliate fee declines. In turn, sports face smaller audiences and bidders that can no longer afford national or local sports rights. With Diamond Sports RSN struggling to survive, this may be the beginning of bigger problems facing leagues and teams. The working assumption has been tech platforms will eventually become bidders for these rights, as we wrote back in 2018, likely alongside Disney slash ESPN+. However, while Amazon has dabbled with some rights, 
there has been little evidence the tech giants believe buying sports rights at scale makes economic sense. Smaller audiences are not going to help make the case. Thus, we believe it is critical to understand why viewership has fallen so dramatically this year. COVID and political impacts have some merit. There has been no shortage of pundits trying to make sense of the counterintuitive ratings presented in the Sports Media Watch chart to the right. While none is a catch-all, we see some merit in the more popular explanations related to COVID-19 and political unrest, and in aggregate, their near-term impact is more meaningful. Fanless Sports Lack of fans is the biggest difference between pre-COVID sports and today. As we watch ratings declines accelerate for WWE before sports returned, it actually gave us trepidation. Quote, Our best explanation is that the content simply does not resonate without a live audience, given wrestling is such a, quote, reaction entertainment. That actually made us question our lofty expectations for a fanless return of MLB or NBA beyond a short-term ratings bump and highlights the imperative of innovation on the broadcast of fanless sports, end quote. The exact impact on the experience is hard to describe, but at times we have personally felt it as fans. Perhaps all sports are reaction entertainment like WWE, and losing live fans leaves us without the same emotional connection. This is also the most likely 2020 impact to continue to persist next year for arena sports. Fans are unlikely to be allowed in mass inside arenas until there is widespread vaccine adoption. Sports calendar is too crowded. Another popular explanation is that the sports calendar is simply too crowded, especially with the four major sports all happening at the same time. We think the impact has been muted. The NBA and NHL playoffs always largely overlap with each other and the MLB regular season. The only difference this year is that they have also competed with the NFL. We try to isolate the NFL impact on the NBA and NHL playoffs. First, the early rounds of each largely happened before the NFL season started, or playoff baseball for that matter. In total, there were 31 NBA playoff-slash-finals games that were played in rounds that overlapped with the NFL season, with eight games directly impacted by the NFL. Total average viewership was down 42.3%. If you extract the games that competed with the NFL, viewership would have been down 40.4%. The four finals games that didn't go against the NFL were down 49.7%, and the two that did were down 53%. For the NHL, There were 17 games played during these rounds, with six impacted by the NFL. Total average viewership was down 57%, with the six games against the NFL down 60%, and the 11 games that were not down 56%. And again, there has been far less competition on linear TV, 
outweighing any pressure from greater sports competition. Election year and news cycle. The 2020 news cycle has been like no other between COVID, the election, and social unrest. In turn, all sources of news from cable news to Twitter are seeing surging engagement. While this year is unprecedented, there is evidence that presidential election years have hurt NFL ratings. NFL ratings were down 8% in 2016, the last time sports ratings were a topic of debate. Prior to the election, viewership was down 14%, slightly higher than the drop in NFL viewership this year. The counterpoint, though, is NFL ratings were down even more than 8% in 2017. And we still have to ask why specifically sports would be affected by news when other forms of entertainment, such as video games, SVOD, AVOD, etc., are still surging. Also, in 2016, the World Series was up 57%. We know the Cubs were there, and it was an epic series, but still. Sports Embraces Social Issues 2016 was also the last year when social justice issues were front and center in sports, with silent protest from Colin Kaepernick and other athletes. The president led the charge on blaming that year's weakness on kneeling, and predictably, as especially the NBA has embraced its visibility to take a leadership position on social justice, the president and others have politicized ratings targeting the NBA. Maybe there has been some small impact, especially as politicians have willed it so. But NHL playoff ratings declines are right in line with the NBA, or greater, despite a much more muted approach to social justice and not being such a political target. Evolving entertainment preferences present secular challenge. The confluence of pandemic, political, and social issues have in aggregate contributed to ratings declines. However, as life returns to quote normal, we do not expect most sports viewership trends to return to pre-2020 levels. Some ratings trends had already shown a little weakness, especially for the NBA. Pre-COVID NBA ratings were down 12% after being down mid-singles last year. If we stay on that sport, then 49% NBA Finals decline came on top of back-to-back double-digit declines. But more importantly, sports viewership is facing secular headwinds, some accelerated by COVID-19. Consumers continue to embrace new entertainment options, are placing higher value on interactivity, and are finding new communities on platforms that enable and strengthen them. These trends have spurred the COVID winners, which we say are benefiting from a pull forward of secular trends and away from legacy entertainment. SVOD is an easy example, with Netflix adding over 6 million domestic subscribers already this year. We worry especially about SVOD's impact on the casual fan. As more consumers start in streaming world versus cable and slash satellite set-top box world, they rarely stumble across live sports content the way you do with legacy 
cable slash satellite experiences. Video game engagement is up massively both in terms of the number of players and time spent per player. Games provide immediate satisfaction for interactivity and social connection. The result has been the rise of deeply social but more casual games across platforms, such as Among Us, with appeal beyond who we think of as, quote, gamers. Live streaming on Twitch and others has nearly doubled year over year, with non-gaming categories seeing the most dramatic rise. Communities continue to form around streamers. Social platforms also continue to surge. While sports television ratings decline, sports engagement on Snapchat is up significantly. Consider this excerpt from last night's Snap earnings call. Quote, Additionally, as various sports leagues are resuming their seasons, our community has turned to Snap to watch the action. Last month, more than 40% of the U.S. Gen Z population watched premium sports content on Snap. The NBA Highlights Channel saw over 20% more engagement so far this season than last year, and SportsCenter viewership on Snapchat increased by 80% from July to September. End quote. Those Snap statistics show how the evolution of media is changing fans' relationship with sports and how they consume it especially for younger demos. It isn't only a matter of fans watching highlights versus full games. We just mentioned sports having to compete with games and streamers that provide community and social connection. One of the key reasons people watch sports every day has been the feeling of community around teams. There is evidence that interest in sports is fracturing away from tribal-slash-team centricity. Individual athletes are becoming bigger than the teams, as evidenced by far bigger social followings than their teams and leagues. Barstool's massive following was built on sports, but many stoolies rather experience sports through Dave Portnoy and Big Cat. And Barstool is their sports community. Sports betting is supposed to be a ratings savior. Barstool is a good segue to sports betting. The leagues have pointed to sports betting's number one benefit being increased sports viewership. That outcome is intuitive, even as it is hard to weigh the impact thus far in states with legalized mobile betting. However, we also believe that legalized sports betting is going to further catalyze the loss of community around sports and could produce offsetting effects. Not to mention, illegal sports betting has existed for decades, so the incremental uplift on ratings is smaller than one would think. Sports leagues and broadcasters must evolve. Sports television hasn't evolved for decades. Broadcasts are largely the same, with technology adding some new statistics and camera angles. The biggest innovations have been in finding new ways to divide up rights inside the MVPD ecosystem. However, that ecosystem is already on shaky ground and media continues to rapidly evolve, especially in 2020. 
Leagues and their broadcast partners must now evolve with it for both their sake. It is not an easy challenge, and we don't have a complete recipe, but it likely starts with leaning further into the new ways consumers want to experience sports. Perhaps a universal broadcast is no longer enough. There have been experimentations with sports betting-focused broadcasts. There should likely be influencer-led ones too, probably on interactive platforms. Maybe local broadcasts should be should move off cable and onto more widely distributed platforms. It is going to take more creative people than us, but this year's dramatic ratings decline shouldn't be dismissed because of the unique challenges of COVID and the political and social environment. It should serve as a wake-up call to networks, streamers, leagues, teams, and players. Good luck.